Welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast, the show for small and medium-sized businesses who want to get more traffic, get more leads, and get more sales from their website. So if you want to improve your business strategy, stay up to date with the latest sales and marketing technology and learn specific marketing tactics that can keep your business ahead of the pack, then this is the show for you as the JDR Group bring you ideas, motivation and inspiration to help you attract your ideal clients and customers. And here's your host, Will Williamson. Hello, welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast with me, Will Williamson and David Roberts. Hello and um, hello to Will and everybody that's listening to the Digital Prosperity Podcast. That's a long introduction by me, wasn't it, Will? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's because I'm full of beans today. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's good to hear. It's good to hear. It's one um, fresh from Valentine's Day. Yeah, and yeah. from the, the romance in the air. That's right, Will. And, I was, uh, uh, was you particularly romantic? Because you, you look that kind uh, of guy, uh, Will. Uh, yeah, about as romantic yeah. as I get, yeah. so, which is not a lot. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, I remember the days, Will, when you used to get Valentine's cards um, about a metre long and a metre wide. Right. No, half a metre, half a metre. I mean, I'm so romantic that yeah. I bought my um, Valentine's card in Asda. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, and I think there were some cards like that in there. I'm sure I saw some huge they were, cards. They were big, 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 big. And they were commonplace. They were they were very effective, you know. If you really wanted <laughs> to get, oh well, let me tell you, okay. <laughs> if you, ever you need some tips, guys and girls, if you wanted to know how to pull in the eighties, <laughs> that's right. Okay, and, and as you know, things always come back in fashion. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Speaking right. of which, will okay, things coming back in fashion. It's not very fashionable to talk about the way business people go through a feast and famine with their marketing. That was, that was a seamless link. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seamless, right, isn't it? You're right, it's not very fashionable to talk about that. But we're going to today, we're going to. Uh, today's topic, everybody, after that, that smooth transition... Uh, Which I didn't finish. Is, uh, ..is famine and feast in business. So this is the phenomenon where you all of you know from in one month you're packed out and you've got more work than you can handle, and the next month you're sitting around twiddling your thumbs and you're having your employees sweeping up the workshop or the factory floor or whatever because there isn't there isn't enough work to do. Yeah, and in my experience, where you always get the situation where whenever you speak to someone, quite often it has business, good, good, yeah, good, yeah, great. Never. Does anyone very rarely be like, wow, you know, my inquiries are dried up. Mm. You know, my guys are sitting around in gills, not as busy as we could be. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not very often you hear that from mm. from people in business. They're not always as open and honest about it. I wonder why that is. Yeah, I think when you sometimes, when, when, when you do hear someone say, oh yeah, we're a bit quiet, it's usually followed with the sentence, but everyone is. <laughs> That's true, Will. Because they'll true. talk to their suppliers and they'll talk That's to other people true, and they'll all go, oh, isn't it quiet? Yeah, are you quiet? Yeah, we're quiet. And and then they justify, mm. yeah, everyone's quiet, mm. so it's okay if I'm quiet. Yeah? Um, rather than, what I want people to do is, from today onwards, after listening to us, is stick their head above the crowd and say, you know, well, no, I'm quite busy, actually, mm. genuinely, because mm. of this, that, and the other. So mm. where should we start, Will, do you think? Well, let's start why that's a challenge. How, how because, do we avoid it? Because, you know, 
if you've got busy times and quiet times, but overall, if you look at the, the overall turnover at the end of the year, it's okay. Why is it a problem to go from quiet times to busy times? And you've seen that with, with clients that you've worked with, haven't you? Yeah, I have. And I, th- I think it's, first of all, it's, stre- it's a stressful way of doing things. Because, you know, if, you're, if one minute everybody is running ragged and the next minute you're worried about where the next job is going to come to, even if the results over the course of a year are okay, you know, you'll never, you never feel okay during the course of that year and neither do your staff necessarily. So Yeah, it makes the whole business reactive Yeah, yeah. instead of making your business proactive by uh, avoiding this feast and famine uh, scenario, which is very common in business. Mm. You can plan better mm. uh, and your life will be better because mm. it takes the stress out of it. Mm. And for some people that might be listening, when they are busy, they are working, you know, long hours to mm. um, deliver for the clients and it doesn't have to be that way yeah and you, you want to avoid having skilled people with very little to do oh man yeah yeah because yeah. that's when they might start looking at other things other jobs worrying about if they're still going to be around you know in if you, if there's not a lot of work that's when people start worrying about their futures isn't it and start to look at where else they might go yeah i was listening to the um, chief executive of Bombardier um, yesterday right. on the radio because they've just announced a lot of job losses yep. across uh, across the world, but especially it's going to hit Belfast and yep. Derby. And he was saying that um, how uh, it's unsustainable for their company to be making the millions, uh, I think it was billions of dollars he used right. that they, they were using on an annual basis. So they've come to the decision of the decision of making people redundant. And what's, what I want everyone listening to understand is with a big company like that, it's like a big tanker. You yeah. can't change direction very mm. quickly. Mm. So when the, when the climate is changing, they're there trying to book against the wind whereas mm. in a small to medium sized business you haven't got those big challenges that a bigger business will have mm. and you can change course very quickly mm, absolutely and absolutely. get the rewards of it and that's our advantage yeah the other big problem that comes with this the family beast is cash flow isn't it because if yeah. if if the money's coming in in you know lumpily but then when it's not coming in, you've still got to be spending on wages and overheads and all of that stuff, dipping into overdraft, potentially paying charges and extra extra fees out. And then you have other months where you have this big roller coaster where everything comes in and then it all goes out again. That's not a good way to manage a business financially either. No, no. And um, once again, all it does is put stress on the people within mm. the business. And all, all you ask, everybody within the business are always so trying so hard to make sure that they deliver and then when there's quiet times mm. they start worrying about things people worry about when mm-hmm. a business absolutely. is not busy yeah absolutely absolutely what, what causes this in my view is when people are busy all they do is just try and they're trying to firefight and they're reactive like you said and they just concentrate on getting the work done and they take their eye off marketing and they stop prospecting for new business yeah and also, what happens is, is that leads, when they're busy, leads don't get worked properly. Yeah. Inquiries. They miss the opportunities that are there, yeah. Absolutely. Or they turn down work and say, oh, I'm sorry, mm. I'm just too busy. Mm. Yeah, I can't take it on. 
take on any more work. Mm. Or they employ, one of the biggest ones I've come across, is they they employ uh, more people because they think the, it's going to last forever. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't. And the stress of managing these people take, makes them take the their eye off the ball mm. and things start disintegrating around them. And when that happens to a lot of business owners, they retract that to, I'm just going to have a small team of people. Mm. I'm not going to recruit again. I'm not going to try and grow. Mm. I'm just going to stay as I am. It's safer. I like it there. No pain. Mm. Yep. But the challenge with that is, as everybody knows this phrase, when you're standing still, eventually you start going backwards. Yep. A tree is either growing or it's dying, isn't yeah, it? There you go, well. And um, as soon as you start, as soon as you take your foot off the gas, it's yeah. going to hit you somewhere down the track. That's right. And um, I've been see businesses that have had regular work, regular customers, and have never done any marketing. And then something's happened, and they've lost big swathes of those customers for something quite often that's out of their hands or out of their control, just because something's changed in the marketplace. They're they're totally left stranded, and because they haven't been actively marketing, then they've got to climb a huge mountain from an absolute standing start. And yeah, it's too late by then, isn't it? Absolutely. But the, the but also, well, there'll be some people listening to this who go, well, you know, I, <clears throat> my business, I get word of mouth, I get referrals. Mm-hmm. They're coming in quite nicely. I sort of pay attention to marketing, but I'm not really ready to go for it because as long as this is working as it, as it is, I'm safe. I'm mm. okay. The business mm. is. And it's been like this for 10 years and why should it change? Yeah. But that's what other companies have thought. Bigger companies mm. like Kodak, for example. Yep. Yeah. Like Jessup's, for example. You know, like Woolworths, for H&B. example. Yeah. And HMV. They've all had the same thought, you know, but your buyers change. Yeah. Yeah. Their absolutely. requirements change. And your job as a business owner or somebody that significant in the business is to make sure that your business is always there to respond to whatever the market may be changing to or for so in terms of in terms of solutions how do you actually go about solving that issue the first solution well i want to talk about is having more than one two or three ways of generating inquiries into mm. business the great businesses out there they're not just relying on two or three forms of marketing. They've got seven, 10, 12 channels of bringing inquiries in. And the reason why they have all those channels, the biggest reason, is obviously those channels are reaching their market. That's number one. So they're constantly you know, touching their market and make sure they're there, they get the brand recognition. And off the back of that, they're getting inquiries. But the most important one is that if one channel starts working, you've still got other channels mm. that are bringing inquiries in. Yeah. And that is the most important element to make sure that you don't go from feast to famine. The, the thing I, I think is important is uh, consistency. So, having mar- so as well as having several different channels, I think being consistent across those channels. So if you're advertising, not just advertising when you need the work, but advertising consistently and regularly. If you're going to blog or use social media doing it consistently and regularly over a period of time even in the times when you're busy uh, and making sure that you keep that consistency going 
if you're doing direct mail, to keep doing direct mail, even in the times where you, you're really, really flat out. So I think keeping the consistency in your marketing efforts is, is really, really important. Yeah, and it's also important um, to analyse your business and, if necessary, outsource some of your marketing mm. if you're able to do so in terms of you have the cash flow to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you are time-challenged trying to get this done, if you are listening to this podcast, you obviously believe, or you're looking to believe, that marketing works. So the way you're going to do that is for somebody to be doing it on a regular basis. And there's lots of companies out there, but I want to recommend JDR. That's one in particular. that. Yes. Uh, it does, I don't know why, but it really does come <laughs> to mind well. But, and find somebody to do aspects or some or all of your marketing for mm. you. So that you you are getting that consistency, and there there are some there are some parts of of marketing and, and sales that are more kind of geared around long term and consistent results. So a lot if you you know short term ad campaigns give you short term results, whereas things like content marketing, search engine optimization, social media marketing, uh, using marketing automation to build a, a, a pipeline. Um, those are these are the types of strategies that produce consistent results over a period of time, which are uh, really really helpful of, of, to help you avoid the famine and feast. Yeah. And building up your own opt-in database and using email marketing to nurture prospects, so that you always have a flow of kind of sales ready prospects. I think that's such an important way to uh, kind of flatten out the business so that it's more stable and more consistent over a period of time. Yeah, exactly right, Will. And once again, it's about finding the right partner or studying how this is done and so that you can implement it into your business. Now, why don't a lot of small to medium-sized business owners do that? Because we know they don't. It's because of time quite often. Um, they either don't believe in marketing, that's a big one, mm. but the biggest one is time. Mm. Yeah, And they've started working with somebody or started doing something it hasn't worked and they've lost faith yeah so in conclusion the way to avoid famine and feast in business is to hire jdr to do the marketing yeah well i can't think of a a better way to finish our podcast yeah um but one last point get that book everybody michael gerber i've mentioned it before e-myth and it's about the e-myth revisited by Michael yeah yeah. okay it's about working on your business and working in your business a lot of people heard that phrase not necessarily read the book it's really important to to what we're saying it's really important to get away from that feast and famine scenario and it's really important for you as a business owner or if you're listening this as a significant person in a business trying to achieve stuff that you get that balance right to implement what we talked about today and that's a great understanding of being able to do that Wise words, Dave. I'm a wise man, Will. So if you have any comments, questions, feedback, please email podcast at jdrgroup.co.uk. If you have any stories about going to meet a high Valentine's card and how they've yeah, gone, yeah. I'd love yeah, to right. know right. if, it, if it really yeah. is a successful right. strategy. And if anyone's got one of those big Valentine's cards from the 80s, send us a photo. I'd love <laughs> to see them. <laughs> uh, and we'll see you next week. Yep, yeah, bye for now. <laughs>